finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school, so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Homeowners Insurance. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. We create successful financial plans by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan or budget, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. Homeowner's insurance is going to cover your possessions through theft or loss, not losing it, but destruction like fire, any damage to your home's interior or exterior, and if anyone in your home is injured. The property itself can be covered for many different types of damage like hurricanes, fire, lightning strikes, and even vandalism. There are some types of dangers like floods or earthquakes that are not necessarily automatically covered and you might have to pay an additional fee to get insurance to cover them. The additional coverage is called a rider and insurance will not cover your home if you let it fall into disrepair and the structures not attached to the house will probably not be covered either. This could include things like sheds, barns or garages. Insurance is purchased so that if any of the former occurs, then you can get your items replaced or repaired. When buying a home, you'll be required to get coverage for the property's full value because if the home is destroyed, your bank is going to want a guarantee that their loan will be covered. I'm going to be talking about homeowner's insurance, but renter's insurance is equally as important. And although a landlord will probably not require it, they will have insurance of their own on the structure, you don't want to be without a protection plan for your belongings because their insurance will not cover the things that you own. When I was first married, we woke up to find that we had no hot water in the shower. After heading to the basement to check the water heater, we found eight inches of water covering the entire basement and the hot water heater still sharing its water with us. Some of the items were just floating around on the water itself. We contacted our landlord and they sent a team out to turn off the main water and to start pumping the water out of the basement. It turns out that the four-unit site had completely flooded all four of us. What a pain. Luckily, our renter's insurance covered everything and we replaced all of the items that we lost. You know, when my son-in-law was in his final year of college, his apartment actually caught fire while he was in the shower. He literally had no time to even grab clothes to wear when he escaped the building. He essentially lost every single thing he owned. And like so many in that situation, some of his things were literally irreplaceable. Luckily, he did have renter's insurance and was able to buy back many of his belongings. He is now extolling the virtues of renter's insurance to others. Homeowner's insurance covers the property inside the home. Your appliances, clothes, furniture, and other items are covered against loss, as well as any insured disaster. You could even insure items that you lose outside of your home as well for an additional fee. But many specialty items like art or wine, jewelry, those types of things may need additional coverage. And you don't want to avoid sharing that you have these with your insurance just to save money. Because if you do lose it due to some reason, you're not going to be covered for that loss. Items can be covered in three different levels. You can get an actual cash value, replacement cost, and then a guaranteed replacement cost. The more the insurance covers, the more you're going to pay for it. Actual cost will reimburse you for the cost of the items or for the home after they deduct the depreciation of that item. The look at how much that item is worth now at its age, not how much you actually paid for it. 
So for example, if you have a really great audio visual system, but it's 10 to 15 years old, they'll not give you the amount of money needed to replace those same things with this year's model. A vehicle is not hard to find an older model, but to buy things around your home and replacing them with the exact same item could be very expensive for you to do. Replacement cost means that the example I just gave, the audio-visual equipment, is damaged by, say, a power surge. They'll cover the actual cost of buying the same item in its newer model. This way, if you were to lose your home, they would pay to rebuild or repair it up to the original value and not to the depreciated value of your home. The final one, guaranteed replacement value, covers whatever its cost is to rebuild or repair, even if it's above the limit on your policy. This means that your property will be covered at today's prices. There's also a rider that would allow you to get more coverage than you paid for, generally no more than 20 to 25% above the insured value. But if that's needed, you're completely able to rebuild or replace all of your property. Clearly, the guaranteed replacement cost is the best coverage because you would need to be able to not only cover the value of your current home, but also able to rebuild it if it is completely lost. Buying insurance to only cover what's left on your mortgage, in other words, what you would owe back to the bank loan if the home was lost, is a dangerous game. If you don't have the funds to completely rebuild your home, then you're not going to be able to rebuild it. Imagine buying a home for, say, $300,000 and getting insurance to cover that, and then after living in the home for 20 years, losing it in a fire. Now the home appraises at, say, $800,000, and you're only going to get $300,000. You're probably not going to be able to rebuild there. Insurance does not always cover things labeled acts of God, like floods or earthquakes, but hurricanes, lightning, or tornadoes are often covered. Generally, those disasters that can happen more easily or more often are not automatically covered, but you can purchase additional insurance to cover for specific disasters. Think of it as wind, rain, and hail are covered where earthquakes, floods, and volcanoes are not, but always check with your policy before you buy. Other optional insurance coverage you may want to consider is for sewer and drain backup or even loss due to identity theft. My own home was broken into and electronics were taken. All my items were covered, but to save on my annual costs, I chose a high deductible. So my out-of-pocket costs for that loss was high. Deductibles are what you pay first due to a loss before the insurance pays. The more you're willing to pay at the time of each loss, the less you'll pay in your premiums. If your deductible is, say, $500, imagine if the damage is $5,000 to your home. You would pay $500 and the insurance company would then pay $4,500. The more you're willing to pay in a deductible, the less you're going to pay in your premiums. But if the damage is less or near than the amount that you need to pay in repairs, you'd have to pay your deductible and then you may choose to just pay the whole amount so that your premiums won't go up. Because each time you use your insurance, you can expect that the amount you owe annually will go up. It may seem silly, but the less you claim on insurance, the less it will cost you. Since claims cost the insurer money, they reward you by not charging more in premiums. Too many claims and you may actually get your policy canceled. Another type of insurance you can and you probably should get is personal liability for damage or injuries around your home. This policy protects you and your money from lawsuits filed by others against you. This covers your pet as well. So no matter how sweet your pet is, if they bite someone else at your place or theirs, you will be covered for their medical bills. 
If you visit a friend and you or your kids breaks your priceless clock, your liability will cover that cost. And if someone slips and falls in your home or on your property, you'll be covered for their pain and suffering as well as their lost wages. A fairly common umbrella coverage, it's umbrella because of the coverage is above your homeowner's insurance, is often for around $1 million. And you cannot get this coverage if you do not have homeowner's insurance or if you let your homeowner's insurance lapse. It's not available unless you're buying it on top of your basic insurance. Unfortunately, any liability off of your property is not covered with renter's insurance. Insurance rates are the perfect example of, it depends. It depends on the amount of coverage you want, the type of coverage, any riders, how old your home is, and where you live. So you'll have to call around for the best rates for you. Just make sure you're comparing the same thing to the same thing with each company. Some ways to save money on your insurance is to get a home security system and provide proof to your insurance agent. This can save anywhere from 5% and up on your bill. And if you're being monitored, then there is less of a chance that you would need to claim any loss. That's one of the reasons that they would give you that discount. The same is true for smoke alarms. Older homes that don't come with alarms from the builder might need to install them and they'll need to let their insurance company know that because they can get anywhere from 10% plus off in savings as well off your annual premium. Again, this saves the insurance company from having to pay out if you can stop the fire before too much damage is done. As I said before, a higher deductible means lower annual payments. Ask when comparing what your premiums will be with different deductible amounts with each company. Look at getting all of your insurance at one company, your home or your renters, your auto, your life. The more insurance you have with a single company, the more they're willing to discount your policies. Again, comparing is the real money saver here. Consider what materials you'll be using if you're going to do a renovation on your home. Wood costs more to insure due to its flammable properties, while steel or cement costs less. Discuss with your insurer. They might cost more to buy those items, but you could see a savings over the lifetime of your home if you go with those. Paying off your mortgage actually lowers your premiums because the insurance company believes that now that you own 100% of your home, you'll do a better job of trying to take care of it. It's also recommended that you shop around for your insurance needs once you make sure that you're getting the best deal on an annual basis and that all of your belongings are covered. For example, trampolines and pools will cost you more in insurance as they're cause for more reliability, but making sure that you talk to your insurance agent on an annual basis and saying, hey, we took that trampoline out, your cost can go down. The insurance industry categorizes homeowners insurance into eight different types. I won't go into those here, but I found a wonderful list on policygenius.com if you'd like to read more about the different properties and those coverages. You should know that HO3 is the most common. Finally, reevaluate what items you own and what it is you need covered. Do this each year and make sure you have those new purchases accounted for. If you underestimate your property and there's a complete loss, you may not have enough insurance to cover all your things. And during a tragedy, you don't want to find out that you can't replace the things that you would like to. Thanks for listening to Finances and Homeowners Insurance. 
We know you chose to listen and we're grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider. Share your favorite episode as well with a friend. Finally, consider leaving a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find us more easily. Please let us know what questions you'd like answered or what topics you'd like us to cover by going to our website at financesand.net and leaving us a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have